0: Bye. What's the word? Spilling that tea all on the curve. I'm not trying to be nosy, but I gotta know everything you heard. We gotta know what's going on. He did what? Now nah, that was wrong. What's the latest trends of fashion? Tell me what's your favorite song. Who you reading? What you reading? What you watching? What's the season? Are there twists for the finale? Cause we gonna need a better reason. Who's improving the community? Bring the focus back to unity. Gotta do something more than plan. Listen up and take a stand. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Don't be mad I'm just in my bag
1: All right. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whatever time you're listening to this. Um, I'm your host, John Torrance, and this is in my bag podcast. This is season two, episode eight, and it is actually the season finale, which I'm so excited. Um, I have a very special guest with me today, and I'm really, really excited to have him. Um, and he is, I want to say he's like a lyricist. He just, slays everything when he gets on the mic um and it's medino green hi medino what's
0: going on everybody (laughs) what's going on john thank you for having me
1: thank you for accepting my request and you know what the crazy part is is that i got a lot of requests to have you on i didn't even tell you that (laughs) and (laughs) it was from like even uh, my first season they were like you need to have Medina on you need to have him on I was like I'll have him on at the right time and um, (laughs) and so for Season two, I was, you know, going through a list of people, and then I was like, Dag, I want to have him for, like, my season finale, you know, I like having, like, really good, like, I mean, all my guests are special, you know, but, um, you know, I want to have that, you know, the people who request, you know, I want to have those like for my season uh finales and my season premieres and stuff like that so um but thank you for accepting my uh request (laughs) and everyone else's request (laughs) (laughs) um how are you doing um so hold on first off where are you located
0: right now i live in atlanta (laughs) okay
1: i know when we first started um like you know conversing um this was a while ago um you were in massachusetts right yes okay
0: so i went from new york to massachusetts and now i'm in atlanta
1: okay you're originally from new york yes okay what made you move to massachusetts out of all places
0: um well
1: was it a boy uh, you can be honest no okay <laughs> listen some people relocate for love i'm not judging
0: no judgment here <laughs> um but uh, my best friend lived there so um i wanted to i just wanted something else other than new york as well because mm-hmm. new york is so overpopulated and mm-hmm. massachusetts wasn't too far so um I've been back and forth to Massachusetts, over to Boston, and it was pretty it was pretty good. I enjoyed it and they didn't really have like the hip hop scene mm-hmm. necessarily that I was a part of, so I just figured, you know, why not move to some place that it doesn't exist and kind of just make it exist. So right,
1: right, right. Um and now you're in Atlanta. How's that?
0: Well, it's only been about 6 months, so mm-hmm. So far, it's uh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Atlanta is definitely a place, so a place of its own.
1: The Black Gay Mecca. <laughs> yes,
0: it's definitely the Black Gay Mecca.
1: Mm-hmm. Have you networked with um, a couple of people while you were down there so far? While you've been down
0: there, I have uh, worked with a few people. I know there's a lot of people that have been wanting me to come out and you know just mm-hmm. um, like do shows or like support their events and stuff Mm -hmm. and slowly but surely I'm coming outside
1: okay what made you move to the A
0: well Massachusetts is eventually it just became one of those places where um, you know you can only do but so much Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I have family that live out here so it was kind of just like Okay. This is where a lot of people migrate to in the music industry to kind of, like, go past, you know, what they've done for themselves to kind of, like, go further.
1: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it kind
0: of just all tied into one.
1: Okay. Well, oh, my God. I just realized I'm going to be in Atlanta next week. So we have to kind of, like, connect or something. Sure. Okay. Just letting you know. Yeah. Um, I'll be on there for a long weekend, so um, we'll connect about that um, off air. <laughs> um, so, like I do with all my guests, I have them come on, and I really want them to um, really talk about their coming out stories. I had a lot of people. Um, I got a lot of different stories, you know, throughout this season. You know, some people, you know, just came out off the whim. Some people were forced to come out. So. Um, it's really intriguing when you hear different people's coming out story. Um, And you coming from New York, I'm really interested in hearing, you know, your coming out story as well. Um, So let everyone know like how that process was for you.
0: Well, for me, um, I think I came out like a hundred different times to like a hundred different people (laughs) (laughs) just doing like little shit. Mm -hmm. Um, I think when it was, Initiated with family. Um, I was I had borrowed like the Noah's Ark series from somebody uh-huh. that I was uh-huh. seeing at the time, and I did I didn't know that it existed. So um, once I found out about it, I was like, oh, I want to watch this. So I was watching it, and I had left the room. To like go to the bathroom or something and i think my aunt went into the room oh my god to do something and she saw it and she asked she was like do you know what this is and i was like yeah um so i was like you know that was that and then um with my mom it was kind of one of those situations where she was just like you know i i don't care you know you love mm-hmm. who you love whoever you love i'm gonna love them Just the same Uh Um, with my pops. I had to do it a little different um, because that was like, I don't want to say the traumatic one, but that was the one that was just like, okay, this is about to be some shit. Right. Um, right. But it really came from music, um, meeting other openly gay artists Uh at the time because I wasn't always 100 percent out, you know, like people that needed to know knew. But when it came to music, I wasn't out there like that so
1: right
0: right when i met some artists that were already you know openly gay it kind of inspired me to want to just come out and say like this is who i am this is what i want to do and at the time with me being so young it was like if i do this now it may open up you know lanes and opportunities for me so that way i'm not holding myself back so i think me just being inspired by those other artists is what pushed me to want to you know reach out to my pops and let him know Mm -hmm. what it was and of Mm -hmm. course you know he was disappointed and he felt like it was his fault or that he failed and stuff like that as a parent but Mm -hmm. they don't realize you know that's not it's not your fault
1: you know like
0: you did what you were supposed to do
1: Right? how old were you at the time
0: I was 18
1: okay all right it's funny because when i was 18 i was like i don't even maybe because i wasn't searching for it but like other like openly gay um music artists um especially like on the hip-hop level as well it was like i didn't even know that existed
0: <laughs> i didn't know it existed either. and then once i came across it i was like oh wow this is maybe this is you know this is something different
1: Mm -hmm. And then as I
0: got to know people I was like, you know, maybe this is The lane that I should be putting myself in
1: Mm -hmm. Have you um, Like, have you uh, Like, introduced your parents To anyone you were talking to uh, Before?
0: Just my mom I never bring anyone Around my father because Mm -hmm. I just, I I don't know I just feel weird about that Mm -hmm. Because I feel like it's one of those unspoken situations Uh, my mom has met someone well she's met a couple of guys that i've dated Mm -hmm. um and that's pretty much it but she's always like you know stop bringing these stray dogs home
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i um my mom met like she only met the people that i'm lying she met a few (laughs) she met um i was in three relationships so she met of course all those on, you know those three guys but then um she met a couple other um i guess i can say victims um but um, victims. <laughs> but um she's cool with it you know what i mean um it's good to have though um as you know like someone who's supportive especially your mom um you know but um I wouldn't want to. see the thing is with moms, I don't wanna go like too deep with her on like relationship shit. You know what I mean? It's just like, listen, this is who I'm talking to and that's all don't ask me no more questions. <laughs> right. Do you get that from your mom? Like does she ask you a lot of different um like questions like that, like in depth questions like oh
0: she she doesn't. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because like when I was introduced When I was introducing her to people, she would always, you know, she'll be happy for me. But then, you know, when something goes bad, your mom is never like the first person to know. Well, at least I wasn't telling my mother when things didn't work out. Right. So she would randomly ask, well, how's your little friend doing? And I'm just like, (laughs) we don't even talk no more, mom. Like, you don't have to ask. (laughs) Right. She always just be like, you know, you're too young to be doing this. You're too young to be getting in these relationships and getting your heart broken
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i kind of just was like you know what maybe she right, maybe she <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> yeah my mom tries to give me advice too and i'm like oh no i'll think of it i'll figure it out myself um right. <laughs> but um so you said that uh when you came out you well uh you a part of that was because um of what you saw with you know other gay artists and whatnot so when did you have um the love of music because you know you are a rapper lyricist when did you first you know come across um your love for uh music and uh for rap
0: so With that, you know, everybody says that they've always loved music, which is kind of like the thing. So, you know, let me just put my two cents in there. I've always (laughs) loved music as a child growing up. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know. It was just something about hip hop that just made me... It just allowed me to be vocal and, you know, just express feelings and emotions. I think for me, you know, being openly gay when i started taking music seriously it wasn't until i was like i want to say like my freshman year in high school prior to that you know like being in middle school and stuff like that mm-hmm. going to summer school with like the kids because you know you go to summer school it's like all the knuckleheads that mm-hmm. wasn't doing good all year round like mm-hmm. the hood rats and shit, and <laughs> like they were doing music so it was like i didn't want to feel left out i wanted to be like one of the boys because mm-hmm. i always felt like i was different but i always told myself like maybe i could fix this right type mm-hmm. of thing maybe i could like get over these feelings if i just do what i see the other boys doing mm-hmm. and i saw them you know doing music and rapping so that was something that i kind of adapted to with just doing with the dudes from around the way right. and over time it turned into something that I was able to kind of like stand on my own and it was like I had a little secret like they don't know I like boys but I'm out (laughs) here chewing these niggas up left and right you Mm -hmm, know what I'm saying mm -hmm. and that's kind of where it went for me
1: when was um so when did you actually do your first song
0: the first time I ever did my my first song was, uh, I believe, in Castle Hill Projects in the Bronx. There was a studio that I had went to with a couple of friends. We took the um, train mm-hmm. into the Bronx, and that was an experience. Uh, the name of the song was called like, Close My Eyes. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, it was kind of like I just felt like I just always needed to be in the studio mm-hmm. to create.
1: Mm-hmm. Who were some of those like people that you looked up to? Um, you know, other uh, rap artists that you kind of like looked up to um, growing up.
0: I uh, definitely was inspired a lot by Biggie. Uh-huh. Definitely love Fabulous. Uh-huh. Um, I love Low Kim. Uh-huh. Got to give props to props to do.
1: Oh, everyone knows uh- that's my baby. <laughs> you
0: gotta give props to props so mm-hmm. definitely Kim mm-hmm. um I like Common and um and Mace oh, okay like my you know my go to's
1: a lot of people sleep on and Mace. I also
0: think it's cause of like a bad boy thing
1: yeah a lot of people sleep on Mace like Mace had a lot of those bars his
0: first two albums he was in his bag for real
1: mhm mhm um and I, I mean, you being from New York, it's, it's kind of like, you know, you love New York rap. It's just, you know, it's just a thing. You know what I mean? And, um, what I was going right. to say, um, later on, but I'll say now, when I hear you, um, rap, you kind of like bring me back to like the 90s. You know what I mean? And it's kind of like when I hear you, I just hear like 90s rap. And it's because like, it's just very raw it's very like you just go for the jugular you know it's just you just are talking your shit and that's what i like it's not like it's no gimmicks that are involved in it it's just this is me and this is who i'm going to be and <laughs> you know what i mean you just you just rap right
0: i appreciate that do
1: you get that a lot though um like about your like delivery and you know how you um how you yeah spill? um
0: they I tell people all the time, like, I like to have fun. But, like, for me, hip-hop was the 90s. The 90s was hip-hop. So, that's where a lot of my inspiration comes from when it comes to creating content. Uh-huh. Um, just, like, going back and looking at how artists carried themselves and, you know, the type. Like, it was just real back then. Now,
1: right, right.
0: Everything is so... Right you know, commercialized and, you know, you don't get the same aesthetic. We not. I don't think we gonna look back of the year like 2020 and just mm-hmm. be like, well, 2021 and be like, you know, these are songs. Like, we are not gonna play these songs right. at our barbecues 10, 20 years from now. We'll still be playing the shit from the <laughs> 90s. Yeah. So,
1: um, just had
0: a home it.
1: Right. So, um, I know that you were you were part of the Moby Cypher that happened um, last month during Pride. How was that? Mm-hmm. Um, because what I saw was really, really good. And um, I forgot the guy's name, but now he's on um, Chase in L.A. And I really like how he raps, too. Um, okay. Yeah. And he is like, I'm about to be a fan of his, too. Um, because he spits everything, too. Um, but how was that experience?
0: Moby Fest was definitely dope. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely want to do it again. We had a great time. We had a lot of laughs. It was like a lot of behind the scenes. Like, we, was, we just really had a great time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian reached out to me to do it. Of course, everybody knows, like, I perform with Brian a lot. Mm-hmm. So when he wanted to do the Cypher... know he reached out to me and then he let me know that he had some other artists in mind that he wanted to um, work with Mm -hmm. and i thought all of the artists were dope because everybody brought something unique to you know the table you have 40 bars she's known as like the queen of boston for you know battle rap Mm -hmm. you have fly king who is like one of the first openly gay male rappers to do like the battle rap big Mm -hmm. leagues not like the you know like the smaller leagues but like up there with the big names Mm -hmm. you know you have ryan of course who's like the pioneer and then you have um bars who is actually signed to trina's rockstar music so Mm -hmm. i think we all brought something unique to Mm -hmm. the table with that so all of us together you know creating something it was it was amazing
1: yeah i hear a future project <laughs> <laughs> that would be dope because all of y'all are all of y'all are really good and you know um got my attention so it was it was good i was like that was one of the part like for Mobi Fest, i was like very very excited to see that um like and it was very entertaining so thank you for that Um, I want, yeah, I want to get into your project that you got out now. Um, your (laughs) mixtape, which is in my bag. And then, you know, I told you I was very upset (laughs) (laughs) because I didn't get a chance to spit a bar. I didn't get a chance to be on an interlude or anything. I love interludes, by the way. Like, I feel like interludes are like secret sauces to like, it gives it, it gives like projects, like it gives it that, like. I don't know. It gives it that kick that it needs. You know what I mean? Um, I really want people to start doing interludes again because I love interludes. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I'm going to say this next time I want to be on an interlude or something.
0: I got you. you.
1: (laughs) Um, So tell me a little bit about uh, the project because I did listen to it. And, um, of course, you spit fire and you spit fire over some, um, you know, some vintage beats, um so tell us about that
0: so for the in my bag project it was really just something that i wanted to give to the people just to hold them over because um after my last ep green to re i decided that i wanted to work on my album mm-hmm. um but some stuff had came up and kind of like set me back just a little mm-hmm. and i didn't want to go like six seven eight months without putting out any content that would be relevant or anything of that sort so people know me for doing you know like these random freestyle drops here and there Mm -hmm. i just decided to collect a few of them put them together polish them off and just be like you know hey this is what i'm gonna give the people Mm -hmm. um and that's what i did and so far people are responding to it very well people are getting into it i'm getting a lot of great feedback um fortunately i can't put it on streaming services i know a lot of people want to be able to stream the music but mm-hmm. i had to put it on soundcloud just for people to you know get it for free right and you know that was that yeah just something to hold people over in the meantime while i you know work out the while i iron out the kinks mm-hmm. for the album mm-hmm. and you know that'll be rolling out pretty soon
1: okay are you signed or are you just going to um do everything independently
0: independently mm-hmm. unless somebody approaches me with a deal that is something that i can't say no to mm-hmm. um other than that i'm gonna just do everything independently so
1: Mm -hmm. yeah how is it um working independently i was uh talking um with someone prior before about you know independent and um being signed but you know being independent is it's a lot more work (laughs) It mm-hmm. is because um, you
0: definitely have to do everything yourself, but it also teaches you a lot as well. So that way you're not finding yourself in the business of having someone else do something for you and mm-hmm. then, you know, getting financially robbed later on down the line. You right. Know what
1: I mean, so right. I
0: think it definitely helps you. It, it helps you learn and just learn the ins and outs of the business. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah
1: okay well everyone listening go to soundcloud medino green and get that in my bag project um part two i'll be on it so don't <laughs> <laughs> um but i'm definitely looking forward to the album um you know when it uh comes out so um we have to talk about that and you can come on again and talk about that most definitely
0: most definitely
1: um we're going to get into this teabag segment um, and bag is just what a lot of people love to hear. Um, it's just about the community news about, you know, what's going on, um, within our community. So, um, the first one is iElevate Plus TV. Um, this is going to be a new platform, um, for the Black, Gay, LGBTQIA, um, community. And they just had, a event i want to say it was last month um announcing it and so we i've talked about this prior um on previous episodes about black gay content and the lack of <laughs> um media presence that we have um but i think this is something new um that they're doing they did showcase a couple of their um a couple of their shows that they're going to be um, releasing soon on it's going to be you know another streaming platform like a Netflix but they're giving um, you know the community the opportunity to create their content and have it streamed on you know on
0: those Mm but that would be that's dope you said it's like Netflix so Mm -hmm. I definitely think we need something like that I know a lot of people normally like put their stuff on YouTube or they create like their own little outlet for it but I think to have all of it together Mm -hmm. under one thing would be ideal because a lot of people don't want to search high and low for stuff you know what i mean right Mm
1: -hmm. and so the ceo whose name is oc allen the third he's actually a bishop um Mm -hmm. and he's based in atlanta um and him and his team are um actually um putting it together um and you know there are other platforms out there like slay tv Um, And then you have HD Productions Also so those Mm -hmm. are some um, Some platforms That I feel like that we also Need to support as well Um, You know a lot of us do Support Netflix and stuff but This is ours you know what I mean Like this is coming from us our community And I feel like you know uh, Especially me I'll (laughs) I'll admit it that I don't um, Go on those platforms But I feel like that I'm going to start going on those platforms just to support. support and, um, right. and I know that there is content out there that I can relate to on those platforms as well. Just like I was new to, you know, the gay, um, gay music. Like I wasn't really on gay music until like a couple years ago. Um, but now <laughs> I'm supporting a lot of it because now I know that it's out there. So I definitely want like everyone to go support that. And that's, um, I Elevate uh, TV. Um, the second part is, um, XTube and XTube announced that they are shutting down on September 5th, um, due to legalities and a lot of, really? um, yeah, a lot of alleged, uh, trafficking that they were doing and, um, all that nature, which is, crazy because to be honest, X was kind of like my first like the porn first, site. <laughs> right, like the first one <laughs> It was like my very first like uh site where I was like watching like porn and everything. Um right
0: and to see them go like mm-hmm.
1: that's,
0: that sucks. Yeah, but and now you have
1: Yeah, and now you have <laughs> all these like other platforms out there now like Pornhub, um and it was what was the other one x like, video yeah x video all those like you have all that stuff now um now twitter is popping <laughs> so i mean um, let's
0: not give twitter too much because <laughs> now like twitter be having like the little 10 15 second clips
1: mm-hmm. and then they they tell
0: you you gotta subscribe to their only fans to get the rest and i've yeah. been hearing some horror stories about the OnlyFans people not really creating content up to par uh-huh. where you know the clips don't even be it'd be like thirty second clips that you paying uh-huh. ten dollars for. Right. So right. that's that's a that's a whole nother you know,
1: that's a whole nother thing within a thing. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when I first when I when I saw this article, I was like, X tube, that's like vintage. That's like you can't right, go right. anywhere. What you mean? <laughs> um, but I do have to admit, um, I do like OnlyFans, but I also like um and don't judge me and I'm telling everything my business, but I don't care. <laughs> um it's this app it's called um uh, what is the app it's kind of like a party app um it's called oh house party house party house party I'm okay. on House Party. And when I tell you, this is the thing about gay people, especially, like, the black gay people. They will turn an app out. It does not. Oh my you know God, what I mean? And it's like House, House Party, Party was just to, like, you know, meet with friends during quarantine, play games and stuff with videos. Now mm. it is a whole movie. People are doing a whole bunch of stuff on House Party. And wow. I love it. And I'm tuned in for it. <laughs>
0: that's news to me i did not know they was giving it up like oh that
1: yeah they it. are giving it up they are giving it up and like i said i'm here for it <laughs>
0: i know that's <laughs>
1: right so um this is the last part um the last segment in my bag and in my bag is just to you know um what got you in your feelings or it could be somebody someone um and i definitely will start what got me in my bag it's i always say this it's always a lot of stuff that got me in my bag but um the thing that got me in my bag now is um people putting labels on like people's relationships very very early in the game so um like i was talking to someone and I was only talking, well, you know, I'm still in the process of talking to him. Um, But we're conversing. You know, we're getting to know each other. We are in conversation. You know, we talk, we FaceTime and stuff like that. And we've only been talking for like a month. And But a lot of my friends are like, oh, so that's your boo thing. That's your boo. When are y'all getting together? When is it going to be official? I'm like, hold on. Like... (laughs) i'm not a lesbian like (laughs) um i take my time you know what i mean and it's like um and the thing is is that you know when you know the type of person that you're dealing with you know and this person is like i'm not here to just fuck i'm here to like get to know you i'm here to like see what you're about now if it was somebody else who I thought you know was on that type of time that just wanted to fucking stuff then okay like we're just fucking and that's all but now it's kind of like this is somebody that we're trying to you know, we're talking. You know what I'm I mean? Like
0: something with right.
1: Right. And I feel like a lot of times, especially in this community, we try to jump the gun very, very quickly and then next thing you know, boom, you shot and the and the conversation is shot and you on to the next one. You know, and it's like can can we just take our time? <laughs> what do you think about that?
0: I totally agree. Um, the rush for title, first of all, when you Put a title on something, it just causes you to give someone a job with responsibilities that they may not be ready for. Mm-hmm. So rushing to put a title on something or on a situation with somebody, that is, like, just relax. Like, do you what, see that, supposed to happen, just let it happen.
1: Yeah. Do you see that a lot in our community, though, on how we tend to, like, rush into things?
0: I don't think I see it a lot I think what I Honestly see a lot Is people just Want to have this Fuck niggas Get money uh, You know City girls Mm -hmm. Type of mentality And I think that is kind of like playing into people rushing into stuff because nobody want to get hurt right or they don't want to get played or feel like they getting hurt or played so they kind of just you know well if i say you my boyfriend it don't really count or you know what i'm saying like it don't look a certain type of way if i'm helping you do something you know what i'm saying because they could always be like well y'all was together so you know what i'm saying what do you expect type of mm-hmm,
1: shit mm-hmm yeah i just was like oh i'm in my bag about that lately because i'm like (laughs) stop asking me about like if we're fucking all the time and it's you know what i mean it's like no i mean don't get me wrong okay we busted a couple nuts but we weren't like fucking (laughs) fucking, you know what i mean (laughs) um so like i said we just getting to know each other um but so I want to know Leave what your got time you.
0: With it. Don't let your friends rush you.
1: Oh no, I'm not. And the thing is, a lot of people think I'm like this fast ass nigga. I'm not I'm really a prude when it comes to it. I mean, I like talking about sex and stuff, but <laughs> when it comes to like getting to know someone, I really try to take my time with that. Um, but I wanna know what got you in your bag lately. Tell us what got you in your bag. <laughs> uh
0: what got me in my bag lately Mm -hmm. is probably probably just not being not getting the recognition that i feel like i deserve at this point Mm -hmm. in my career Mm -hmm. as far as like content and music goes i feel like i really be investing a lot of time into creating You know, unique stuff to put out. And, you know, I think I'm a great representation for a large portion of the community. I just feel like when I'm dropping certain stuff, it kind of falls on deaf ears because it's not. What other people are doing, or it's mm-hmm. just not what people find interesting. But then I always see people cry and complain about the lack of representation or better representation that is deserved. But mm-hmm. it's kind of like y'all have representation, y'all just don't go after it. Or, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think that's what's really got me in my bag at this point. Other than that, like I don't really let too much bother
1: me (laughs) yeah and i think a lot of people feel the same way um and i definitely know that you have an audience and um it's kind of like you just have to keep going you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and just keep putting the music out there keep because you never know something can happen and they'll change your life instantly and so this is kind of like making yeah this is kind of like making you be ready for that for that time you know um and like I said, I love how you rap. Like, I love your music and stuff. And, you know, I come from like the hood industry and stuff like that. And, um... I feel like that's how I can, like, relate to you a lot because I feel like you come from the same place that I kind of, you know, come from. And so when you are, you know, rapping and stuff, I I just relate to it. You know what I mean? Um, And I know a lot of people out there relate to it, too. And, you know, I feel the same way about, you know, my brand, you know. Um, But I know I just have to keep pushing, keep putting um, content out there. And you never know what's going to happen. But listen keep doing what you're doing i'm gonna keep pushing um i'm gonna keep pushing you and promote you 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 know the best way that i can you know on my social media and everything and you know i think that the whole Moby fest definitely has opened you know some doors and some um recognition you know because people see you out there
0: absolutely i greatly appreciate it and i'm gonna keep doing the same for you Mm -hmm. as well i just gotta keep going and you know what i'm saying just keep doing what i do and hopefully somebody will see it and be like okay this this <laughs> motherfucker right here he, he Spit.
1: <laughs> yeah so um what's your next uh what's your next plans um for the future i know you're working on this project um this album um how is that coming along and is there anything else um you're working on
0: so far the album is coming along pretty okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I just know for me, like, I want everything to sound a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why when you listen to like an E P and then you listen to a mixtape, they don't have you know the same sounds i feel like when you create an ep or like an album it's more so structured you got a color in the lines and stuff like that versus doing a mixtape where you just have the freedom to say whatever the fuck you want to say without not Uh caring about nothing Uh so with this project you know i'm just i'm trying to take my time with it because i want to make sure that it comes out sounding the way that i want it to come out Uh sounding Um, In the meantime, I'll probably just be popping up here and there doing some more live performances Mm -hmm. or just dropping, you know, some features Mm -hmm. here and there. And that's really it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'll be popping up (laughs) on anyone's TV anytime soon. Well,
1: you're in Atlanta, so you never know. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of things going on down there um but i want to thank you so much for um taking the time out and um coming on the show um i hope i like did what i did for the people who definitely wanted you on the show (laughs)
0: um i think you did well
1: (laughs) and um yeah and like i said this is the season uh finale for season two and season three will be um starting in september mid-september and i'm very excited because it's a lot of um it's a lot of new things I'm doing. So um stay tuned for that. So um thank you, Medino, so much. And I'm out.
0: I'm just in my bag, bag. bag.